This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, and welcome to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandy Stark, and this is an exciting March 2023 potpourri episode. Uh, we have a actually two guests today. One is going to tell us about her paranormal cat experience. One is going to tell us a little bit about his book follow-up. And then I'm going to fill you in on any events that are coming up with the Spirits of St. Petersburg, because we've had a few things happening. So this will be a very multifaceted and exciting episode. It's already been exciting. We haven't started yet. And we will get started with it right after these messages. How many of you have pets? My hand's raised. Now think about how lucky you are to have such a sweet little pet in your life. And that pet is lucky to have you too. But unfortunately, there are countless pets out there that don't have a home to call their own. However, Bob's from Skechers is trying to change that. So we developed Bob's for dogs and cats to help pets in need. With every purchase of adorable Bob's footwear or fun, stylish apparel, or even the cutest Bob's pet accessories, Skechers makes a donation to Petco Love to help save shelter pets. And with your for help, we've already saved the lives of over 1 million pets and raised over $7 million. So while you're getting style and comfort with features like Skechers' famous memory foam cushioning, you're also helping to save an adorable pet in need and helping another lucky owner be connected with a future best friend and companion because happiness is having a loving pet by your side. Find Bob's at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, select pet co-locations, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back to Paranormal Pets. I am still your host, Brandy Stark, and with me today, we have DJ Palumbo. Yes? Uh And I even practiced beforehand and still. (laughs) This is how it works. And I have known you for, what, at least 10 years, if not longer. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. let's let's tell the listeners what is it that you do and how do we know each other? Um, well, I'm DJ Palumbo, also known as Lady Dargadina. And I'm a professional belly dancer, fire performer. And um, we have worked together at some of your events, mm-hmm. uh, performing there when you have your, your uh, art gallery events and things mm-hmm. like that you do a lot with valent tween and what is mm-hmm. so cool is that she does dancing and she will create chore- uh, choreography that actually fits with our themes and so mm-hmm. you know we did word of mouth and we've done uh, some fire themes and this year we did vampires and it's just been so fantastic because it had such a neat interactive element a lot of fun it That's is and you, how long have you been dancing uh, about 15 years now? Yeah, long time. And it's just been it's just been really great. And she brings performers with her as well. She has other dancers. And uh, so I really appreciate that. But one day I happened to see you because I, we're friends on Facebook. And I know you do some animal rescue work. You take in a lot of cats. So can you yes. tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, growing up, my mom was always allergic to dogs. And I was always fascinated with cats. 
And the moment I got my own, you know, house and stuff like that, I'm like, I'm just going to have as many cats as possible. <laughs> so I started, all my cats are rescues. Some of them I pull off the youth list. Some of them I just, people know I'm a big animal lover and say, hey, there's a cat. You know, can't trap them, da, 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 whatever. And I might go out and trap them or something like that and bring them in. And you've been doing that for how long? Oh, um, long time. <laughs> and I know sometimes cats just show up for you as well. And yeah, they know where to come. And you just, didn't you just get one? Yeah, actually, uh, Saturday night, wow. I was in Newport Richie visiting my, um, I call her my flower to mom, it's her birthday, and this cat was in the bushes. And I'm like, whose cat is this? And they're like, oh, no, it's been hanging around for like three months or something like that. And, you know, like can't really get, I guess, that close to it or something like that. But they were just trying to feed it, but they weren't supposed to feed it. They were threatened, like, if you feed the cat, you know, you'll be evicted because they didn't want any cats around there. Oh. And um, I noticed that it had been um, ear tipped. So somebody did fix it. So I'm like, well, I can't. He's not feral. So I, I let him, you know, I let him smell me and stuff like that and pet him and stuff. And I wanted to see if I, he'll let me pick him up. And he did, which was surprising. And I popped him in the car and took him home. <laughs> that is awesome. And he's a pretty, like a ginger cat, red, yeah, yellow. Orange cat. Yeah. What did you, what'd you name him? Uh, right now I'm just calling him Maximus. Oh, that's sweet. It is sweet. Do you know how old he is or any guesses? He has an appointment tomorrow with the uh, vet, so I'll get a better idea. But he's, he can see him pretty young. I'm going to guess maybe he might be like three years old. Wow. Well, now you have a new cat. That is fantastic. But I know the, the hard part about having pets is that, of course, eventually they they transition before we do. And this was what was so, uh, so fascinating is that I saw that you posted that your cats had come back to visit you. And I'm like, Oh, wait, why have you not been to, you, you know, I have a paranormal pets podcast. So I'm so glad you could come on and tell us. First thing I do want to say is that what I've heard as feedback is that people are really fascinated by pet ghost stories. So as you know, pets are super important to us. They don't judge us. They love us. I mean, they may judge us, but they still love us. Mm-hmm. And you know, the passing process is one of the hardest. And sometimes when Mm. people, you know, they hear these stories about pets coming back, it does kind of bring them a little bit of comfort. Mm -hmm. So you've had multiple paranormal cat encounters, I think, is that correct? I usually have, it varies. It varies on different things. Sometimes it's dreams. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it's messages through clouds. I know it sounds weird, but I, I get them. Sometimes it's just visions. This time, this one was the first time, though, it was, like, vocal. Like, I could hear him. Wow. Which was different, and I stopped. I, I didn't think that was, like, possible. thought that was kind of, like, breaking the rules type of thing. That's unusual, but you had a really close bond with this cat. Do you want to tell us a, a little bit about him and what happened? Yeah. yeah. The cat's name is Loki. He came from the Caboodle Ranch case. I don't know if you guys remember that, but there were 700 cats confiscated off this ranch. It was meant to be a, a rescue, but after a while, people just would dump animals there. And he, it got out of hand, and he couldn't handle it anymore. Mm-hmm. He asked for help. Nobody helped him. And then the next thing you know, you know, they were coming in, confiscating all the animals and what have you. So what they did was they took some of the animals from Jacksonville and brought them down to Clearwater. And um, they had like an empty shop that they set up over there. And I went over and got him from um, 
I think it was on Gulf Bay, and I went over there and and I got them, and it was really unique how I got them too, because you're not supposed to open any of the cages, and you know, I uh, usually listen, but this cat, I decided to open the gate, you know, open the cage, and I got yelled at, but but Loki got up out of his box and came over to me, and she's like, "Wow, I've never seen him do that before," and I'm like, "That's because he picked me." You don't pick the animal, they pick you. So she's like, you're going to take him home? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to take him home. He just told me he wanted to go home with me. So I took him home. And um, after about six months, we learned that he had melanoma in his eye. Oh. So we had to have him get surgery and get the cancer taken out. So he ended up with one eye. And my husband always said, we should have named him Odin then. Because he, <laughs> he has one eye, you know, and Loki. And, oh, that's um, cute. He, uh, he... He bonded with one of my other cats a lot. And um, he's just really, uh, really cool cat. He was um, a Bengal mix, I think. And he had new, unique features. Like, yeah, these really big, like, tiger teeth sticking out and stuff. And um, he was definitely a trickster because he's been through, like, a lot of issues and problems where we thought that we were going to lose him. And, that, in fact, my, my vet told me to put him down, I think, like, a year and a half ago. And um, I turned it around and he ended up living longer. <laughs> it's interesting because I've had that happen to my uh, earliest pug with cancer was a, a Odyssey. And they said, oh, yes, six months and, you know, you can do chemo and all this. And I ended up, I did go holistic. I took him to an acupuncturist. He did have to have surgery to get the cancer out, but he lived six years. And it was, mm -hmm. you know, so sometimes I think, I think there's that intuitive nature between an owner and a pet. So when he finally decided to cross over, he came back to you? Yeah, it was just, wow. I mean, I'm still like freaked out about it. So I was sitting in my little like eating kitchen. Dining, it's like between the dining area and the living room. And um, I was on my Spotify trying to find a song for one of my dancers. She was freaking out and she's like, I help me find a song. And I'm like, okay, I'll find one. And I had one, um, one cat sitting next to me in the chair and then another cat sitting across from me in the chair. And one of them sitting over by the bar. But I didn't really notice that until later. I'm on the Spotify and listening, uh, listening to music or whatever. And then I hear a cat cry that was exactly like Loki. I mean, he has a specific cry. It was not any of the cats that were sitting next to me. They, I know all their cries. And that was, that was Loki. And I just totally flipped. And I was like, what? Like, what's happening here? And I don't know why, but my first thing to do was, open the sliding glass door okay open the sliding glass door like i don't know if something like tells me like i don't know maybe it was like i need to let a spirit in or something i don't know like i just did that mm -hmm. and then i went and got my husband and i'm like i'm like i'm like it's gonna sound crazy but i just heard loki it was him there's no doubt about it it was him and uh, we looked around outside you know in the front and the back to see if there's any other like cats that you know were around no and so after that, I went and got my, I have like tarot cards mm -hmm. and I wanted to, you know, I connect to spirit a lot myself and um, so I went and got the cards and I'm like, my first question is, was that you, Loki? And um, I got my answer. I got a, um, the number five card and it was, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the card right now, but apparently the card stands for, for Odin. Oh, oh, for the, card, yeah, cool. What I got. And the um, number five is very important to me because he was my fifth cat. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So it was like, that's no doubt about this is it right here. I mean, I didn't even know there was a, a card in the deck that connected to any any kind of Norse mythology at all. So that was a shock to me, too. And I was like, wow, this is just wow. That is it was definitely him. And so then cool. there's more. Okay. Um, a little bit after that, um, we're having a hard time dealing, you know, with losing him because it's so new. He died like a couple of days before Valentine's Day. So I was outside and I was I I make little songs for the cats. <laughs> okay. And sing to them. So I was missing him in the morning because that's like one of the most important parts. Like in the morning when I get up and see him and you know what have you. Mm-hmm. So I was outside because I was like you know doing stuff outside for the other animals that are outside. And um, I started singing like his little songs. I was upset and I was missing him. And I have a face that's on the tree. Usually squirrels will knock down one of the eyes on the tree, but they usually only knock down when you're looking at the tree. Mm-hmm. They usually knock down the one that's on the left, not the one on the right. So, so I'm like singing his song and I heard a cat again. I, I couldn't decipher if it was Loki or not, but I heard a cat. Mm-hmm. Look around, there's no cats. I'm like, well, maybe it was a kid. You know, maybe the kids are going to school, looked at the watch and I'm like, nope, all the kids are in school. I look over the tree and the other eye was missing from the tree, which they never knocked that one down. It was the one that Loki's missing that eye on that side, on the right side when you're looking at him. And I was like, wow, that's just crazy. You know, like, wow, that, that can't be a coincidence. It just can't. Wow. And I love that. You know, as I said, I think the loss is always interesting, but the idea that they kind of keep checking in on you becomes very, very important. Do you think he'll come back again? Or do you think he's just letting you know he's okay? And I honestly think that this red cat that I found was a message from him too. Like, you know, here's, here's another, here's another cat to help you, you know, the cat looks like Loki, but a red version of him. Okay. So, weird. so he kind of sent you his appointed, you know, descendant, if you will, Maybe. his, his Maybe. apprentice, <laughs> you'll have to see Maybe. if this one ends up like Loki. Well, that Maybe. is so, so cool. Now, if people want to learn more about your dancing, do you have any contact for them or like a YouTube or an email? You just never know. You never know who'll hear this and maybe they'll need some good choreographed belly dancing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm on Facebook. I have my cosplay. Uh, cosplay belly dance by Lady Darjazina. Okay. And I have a separate page for fire, but you can always contact me on that page. Excellent. Well, I want to thank you so, so much for your patience. We had some fun technical things going through, but we made it and for telling your story. And, uh, I kind of hope other people, uh, take heart with that and, uh, and maybe they'll have their own paranormal cat encounters. I hope so. You, you definitely have to keep your mind open. And if you're, I think that if you really want to be contacted by them, they'll contact you. Excellent. Well, and thank you for that advice too. And uh, so what we're going to do is we are actually going to pause for some messages. And then when we get back, we will uh, deal with uh, another former guest who is going to pop back on and give us a quick update. Does that sound good? Great. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right. Great. Bye. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. 
there is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Brandy Stark. And welcome back to Paranormal Pets. So we had that exciting cat encounter, and now we are going to shift gears to the canine field. And with us, we have Joe Wateski. I forgot to ask you, but I think I got it this time, I hope. And uh, he has been a guest on Paranormal Pets before. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and your last episode? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Joe Wateski. My pen name is J.C. Ski. And I am the author and creator of the children's book known as Frankie, the biggest dog that ever was. Fantastic. And in fact, you did send me a copy of it. I let my mom read it first and she thought it was adorable. And it is. It's a really sweet, sweet book with a lot of really good lessons in there about uh, love, lots of love and even a little bit of loss. But, uh, you know, how you deal with that. Yeah, I covered a lot of difficult ground. Absolutely. You know, because I mean, you can't shield a child from life and some of the things that might be unpleasant about life. And um you know, as somebody once said, you know, the cruelest thing God ever did to people was to give us the perfect companion and not allow them to live as long as we do. That's right. That's absolutely right. And in fact, the prior guest was just talking about a cat that she had that passed away and, you know, how difficult that is. So, you know, I certainly understand. And of course, we, we had a spate of uh, pet deaths here as well. Right now, we're skewing much younger. <laughs> but So I've got a little reprieve, but it it is. It is hard. And, yeah. you, know, um, you know, it's funny because everybody's like, you know, boy, I'd love to be a kid again. I'm like, no, I don't want to be a kid again. But I would like to know that life just kind of gets more complicated. <laughs> so. Well, as I told you on the, uh, on the previous podcast, my goal on any given day is to be as happy as my dog. And I never quite make it there. You know, even on a good day, the dog's got me beat as far as just absolute contentment and joy. And, you know, you, you could see it just in the glow of their face. Absolutely. It, it is quite true. Um, how has your book done? You've been doing, uh, I know you did a television interview with it, and you've been kind of making some good author rounds. Yeah, always staying busy, always staying busy. I, I just recently did a volunteer, uh, they call it an activity hour at the Baltimore Ronald McDonald House, where I had a chance to talk with some of the kids and some of the families. And I've been doing similar presentations to elementary schools. And I go in and I talk to the kids about different things like, you know, what scares them? What are you afraid of? Or how do you make a good friend? What makes a good friend? You know, and then, you know, other topics too, like, um, you know, whether it's, you know, losing a, a pet or, you know, losing someone in their life or whatever they, the kids want to talk about. And it's been really, really successful. It's been really rewarding for me. And um, yeah, I just recently did a 
interview for W, I'm sorry, KGET TV out in Bakersfield, California. My book has recently been reviewed by uh, the showcase. I forget the name of it, but the uh, it was done by David Newell, who used to play Mr. McFeely on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, so wow. yeah, yeah, it's been pretty cool. And other things that I've been doing is, uh, I don't know if I told you, but I met a woman who is friends with none other than Joe Walsh of the Eagles, oh, wow. founding member of the James Gang. So I took his most iconic song, my favorite Joe Walsh song, Life's Been Good, and I mm-hmm. rewrote the lyrics as if Joe Walsh was a dog. <laughs> so I rewrote the whole song, and I had it professionally recorded, and what I'm working on now is trying to turn uh, Frankie the Book into Frankie the Movie. Oh, wow. Lots to do, lots of work. I'm climbing Mount Everest, but you know what? When you climb a mountain, when you finally get to the top, the view is wonderful. So, you know, I'm going to keep on climbing and keep on trying and, uh, you know, never give up. Because if you give up, well, I'll put it to you this way, Brandy. What I tell people all the time, if you try, you might. If you don't, (laughs) you won't. And that is the mathematics for success in life. I mean, there's so many people who are unwilling to try because they're afraid they might fail. Of course, you're going to fail. But it's those failures that lead to successes. You know, take a look at the best baseball player, you know, in the world. I mean, if he's hitting 340, 350, that means he's getting out about two times for every time he gets on base. And he's still remarkably successful. So, you know, think about it from that point of view. And, you know, I'll tell your listeners out there, never give up. If you've got something that you feel passionate about, keep that passion burning because it it gives you more out of your life. I think, you know, every hour, every day makes, make something happen. Find a way. That's all I'll say. And I'm rhyming without really trying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, have you had any, because I know before we talked a little bit about uh, the pet death element with your book, have you had not any pet deaths, but have you had any paranormal encounters since our last podcast? I did actually, the, the, my pet was not involved with it, but I had my, my daytime job is as a home performance professional. So I go out and I do what is called energy audits. And I had an opportunity to do an energy audit at a dwelling or a home, I guess you could call it, that was built in the mid 1700s. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I asked the facilities guy, I said, you know, this is a pretty old building. You know, you've got slave quarters out front, the whole gig. And have there ever been any reports of hauntings in this house? And he just laughed and smiled and said, oh, yeah, we have. But here's the thing. Um, I'm getting done with the audit. And the guy who was helping me out was outside. So I'm the only one in the house. And I'm going down into the basement to do something. So at the top of the stairs, there's a light switch. I turn the switch on. And the light comes on. And it's kind of dim. And there's, if you can imagine the room, it's right out of a Stephen King novel. There's cobwebs everywhere and there's kind of a, a musty smell and the steps are a little bit steeper than you normally are used to so you have to be careful going down and there's no guardrail on either side and I get to the bottom of the steps and I'm starting to walk towards the water heater that I'm going to look at and son of the gun if the light doesn't go out okay so now mm-hmm. all I've got is the light on my headlamp on my on my uh, hat and I'm walking towards the water heater and I'm going to do this and that Brandy I swear to God I get just up to the water heater there's cobwebs everywhere. The cobwebs are starting to stick to my head, my hands, my arm, my hat. I'm like trying to do this and that. And all of a sudden I hear from across the back of the basement. It was just like a thump on this stone wall. And I'm like, it's dark in here. I'm the only one in the house. 
I don't need to do the work this badly. And I turned around and I got out of there. But yeah, um, things go bump in the night and sometimes they go bump in the day too. That's <laughs> right. in the right place at the right time. It is definitely a common myth that everything happens at night. So, well, I am so glad and I thank you so much for your patience today. Uh, but we made it. We made it. Can I shamelessly plug the uh, book's website? Yes, you may. Let's do it. So everybody out there, if you want a beautiful book to read to your grandchild or your child or your niece or your nephew, heck, you could read it to your dog. I'm sure your dog will love it too. Go to www.dogsaregoodpeople.com. But don't spell out the word R. It's just the letter R like rough. And that's the uh, website for Frankie, the biggest dog that ever was. A beautiful little book that helps to teach children of all ages courage and kindness and the chapters all stand by themselves and brandy i've done so many podcasts and you're still my favorite one so oh, i just thank wanted to you so much. just wanted to throw a plug out there too thank you i appreciate it and uh, i'll also give kudos my mom is actually here while i'm doing this podcast and she has managed to help me keep bugs quiet so <laughs> <laughs> thank you so so much for coming back and definitely keep in touch hopefully uh, we'll hear more from you and more exciting news coming yeah absolutely for the last little bit of our episode, I'm just going to give you some quick potpourri updates. The Spirits of St. Petersburg did update our website. It is on a new server. God bless our member Viva, who transferred over 200 and some odd pages of information to the new server. I am still learning how to use it. And, and so, you know, if it disappears, it's my fault, not hers. But please feel free to check it out at spiritsofstpete.com. We do have a connector right to the podcast, which will also be be featuring the latest episode. If you are in St. Petersburg for the month of April of 2023, I am doing a rat-themed art show called Radical. Uh, it is to raise money for Florida Rat Rescue, and it will be held at Art Lofts and B-Stark Art Studios. So please come out. The World Rat Day is April the 4th, and we will actually have an episode coming up with Paranormal Rats. Next up, we basically have the Paranormal Pugs. I have a triple birthday literally starting tomorrow and Wednesday. So Patroclus will be turning 12. He's our current paranormal pug. And Neotolemus will be turning two. And on Wednesday, Ajax turns two. And so the weirdest part of this whole thing, as I've mentioned in the past, is that literally my boys are 10 years apart, different parts of town, different reasons for getting them. And what are the odds of actually finding you know, two boys on the same birthday, completely at happenstance and chance. I've always thought that was quite incredible. Ajax was kind of a, a footnote that I wasn't anticipating getting, but my mother found him in the paper. He was the last of his litter. We ended up with him. And what are the odds that his birthday is the next day? And he shares the birthday with William Shatner. And then we ended up with the younger sister of Ajax, again, kind of completely by happenstance. So I have Calypso, she will be turning one in June. So just uh, very exciting times. The last little tidbit that I'm gonna leave you with, hopefully uh, we can insert this video, but well, actually, you know what? I'm gonna save that. I will save that for the next episode because this one has so much information in it that I kind of feel like we're probably good. So with that having been said, and just giving you a little teaser on a, an EVP or two, tune in with our next episode, and hopefully we will conquer some of that information. Have a wonderful weekend, week, day, evening, wherever you happen to be, 
and happy haunting. We'll catch you next time. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.